If you run an e-commerce business, you can relate to the amount of work it takes to produce something great. And of course, you want to optimize your workflow and reduce costs. That's why I want to say a big thank you to our partner, ShipStation, and perhaps introduce you to them as well. If you are not familiar with ShipStation, they've been supporting Cytosol School for years. They have helped so many of our listeners make things much easier, automate their shipping tasks, help them scale their business, and also, this is not a small thing, save thousands on shipping with industry-leading carrier discounts. ShipStation is the innovative tool that helps turn your shipping challenges into opportunities for growth. Go to ShipStation.com and use code HUSTLE to sign up for your free 60-day trial. 60 days free. ShipStation.com. Code HUSTLE. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Oh, no. Our listener today received a chargeback the payment processor she uses to accept credit cards. This is never good news. Is there anything she can do about it? Welcome to Cytosol School. My name is Chris Gillipo. Should you ever find yourself in this situation where you have charged something for a customer, with their permission, of course, and then uh, they have later gone back to complain to their credit card issuer, um, what do you do in that situation if you ever find yourself there? Well, I will have a detailed response with some clear action steps you can follow. Um, but just remember first, it's important to talk about things like this, to have a plan. But remember that most customers will be happy. Okay, most of your customers are going to be very happy. Also, you can't serve a ton of people without someone being unhappy. So first things first, focus on the law of averages in this situation. But let's talk about it specifically with those action steps right after this message from our sponsor. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Chris, this is Jessica from Salt Lake, and I've been listening to the show for a couple of years. I've really enjoyed the show's new format, and I hope you continue that. In The Money Tree, Jake gets a chargeback on his student loan consultation service, and the bank isn't helpful. He's only able to solve the problem by tracking down the person who complained to the bank and dealing with them directly. Well, I got my first chargeback this week, and I'm a little frustrated. A customer bought a set of vintage china from me on eBay. Nearly a month after it arrived, they filed a chargeback with their credit card company. I've already left a positive review for this person, so I feel like I have no leverage. I've emailed them three times to see what the problem was, but they won't respond. What should I do? Thanks. Hey, Jessica, thank you so much for listening. Uh, so glad you're enjoying the format. Uh, I, too, have enjoyed it quite a lot. Focusing on listener questions has been really rewarding for me as well. Um, so glad to know that it's mutual. All right, what is a chargeback? Let's let's talk about that first to just kind of take it back for some listeners who might not be familiar. Uh, a chargeback is when a customer disputes a charge on their credit card. Um, usually what happens as a merchant is that you get a notice of this action. You get something sent either in the mail or by email. 
and then the funds are withdrawn from your account, whatever that original charge was, often along with a fee. Um, and then there's a period of time in which you can contest the dispute. Your payment processor you know, brings you the chargeback and says, you know, do you have a response? Okay. And, you know, first things first, chargebacks are no fun. Um, as a small business, they can be very demoralizing. You're like, I already sold something. I thought that customer was happy. Or I don't, even if I didn't think they were happy, like I didn't think they were going to come back and, you know, actually file this kind of complaint. And the thing is, the credit card companies want to be perceived as consumer friendly. So the burden of proof here is often on the merchant. Like you have to prove, oh, you know, I was right to charge that person. So whether it's, you know, Jessica's instance with the vintage China or anything else, um, you can always dispute the chargeback. Like there's always a, a right of appeal. Um, it doesn't go on forever, but at least there is a first right of appeal. Um, and if it's a small amount of money, you know, you might not want to bother. You might think, well, I'm not going to worry about this, you know. I just want to move on with my life, which ultimately is what you want to do, move on with your life. But as long as you feel you're in the right about the dispute, it's often in your best interest to at least file a short response because the credit card companies do keep up with the number of chargebacks and the ratio to sales, et cetera. Uh, so of course you want to remain in good standing. Now, some companies will allow you to do this online, which is great. That's obviously a much better way to do it. Uh, sometimes you still have to mail something in old school. You know, whatever you have to do, uh, hopefully it's online, let's say, uh, you want to, you know, include a copy of the original transaction, show that payment receipt or any kind of online record, um, include any communication from the customer, um, include a link to any terms and conditions on your website. So for Jessica's case, you know, if she sold something that was clearly marked as non-refundable, uh, and the customer acknowledges receiving it, like there's no dispute of that, or there's a tracking number, um, but then that person files a chargeback, uh, send along all that info whatever it is, uh, with a well-documented response, your odds of winning the dispute go way, way up. Um, so avoid anything personal or emotional, just stick to the facts. You know, look, this person bought this thing. It says clearly it's non-refundable or, you know, maybe it was refundable for 30 days and it was nine months ago, you know, whatever it is. Um, we know that they received it, you know, so we do dispute this chargeback. If you win the chargeback, the funds go back into your account. Um, I would say that these things can sometimes end up being somewhat arbitrary. Sometimes you think like, oh, I, it was really clear here and here are all the facts, but they still went against me. Um, at least it seems that way. So in the end, as I said, either way, you need to move on. Um, and just remember that most people are good. Most people are good. Most customers are going to be happy. Hopefully, Jessica will sell her vintage china to lots and lots of other people who will you know, give her a five-star rating. At least that's my hope. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, listeners. If you have a question, come to sidehustleschool.com slash questions. We will continue to feature them throughout the year, along with updates from other listeners as they launch their projects. I hope you're taking care of yourself today. Be sure to check up on somebody else as well. And do come back tomorrow. My name is Chris Gillibo. This is Side Hustle School. From the Onward Project.